I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our episode today as we explore the Ascended Masters and their spiritual retreats. And this is such an exciting topic for anyone on a spiritual path because it opens us up to a whole new world and access to the tutoring and teaching, direct tutoring and teaching of the Ascended Masters as we travel out of our body at night to these various spiritual retreats. Now I'm going to be sharing information from the teachings of the Ascended Masters as they have shared with us regarding their spiritual retreats and what these retreats mean to us here on Earth. For the Ascended Masters, these retreats serve as home for the Ascended Masters in the physical realm, in the spiritual realm actually, and for Ascended Masters, angels, and other cosmic beings. Now the retreats really are, and many of us are in our memories. And so when we hear about them, it really rings true to our soul. Not to mention that we have dreams and we have experiences at night while our body sleeps that we may remember the next day. So I want to begin by reading a little excerpt from The Masters and Their Retreats, which is written by Mark L. Prophet and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. And if you haven't read this book or referred to it, it's the most fascinating book on all of the Ascended Masters, their retreats, where they're located, all of those uh, details that you'd love to know. But I want to start with this reading about the retreats. Man has dreamed of visiting the legendary Shambhala, the fabled Shangri-La, and sacred enclaves of the lost continents of Lemuria and Atlantis, and once he could if he knew the secret pathways and mountain passes and was willing to brave the trek. Then darkness fell, the temples were desecrated, mankind entered an age of barbarism, and all but a few adepts were cut off from the ascended masters of the Great White Brotherhood, the eternal order of the saints, east and west. Their retreats were withdrawn to the etheric plane beyond the physical realm, reachable only by the most advanced initiates. With the dawning of the Aquarian Age, light-bearers were again given the opportunity to enter these retreats, this time by soul travel, apart from the physical body. And the Ascended Masters welcomed seekers to their etheric temples deep in the heart of the Himalayas, the Andes, or in the center of the earth. Their purpose is to teach the sons and daughters of God the ancient wisdom long withheld and to assist them to balance their karma through service to life and violet flame mantras invoking the sacred fire of the Holy Spirit. This is only the beginning of the gifts that come from contact with the Great White Brotherhood, an opportunity lost thousands of years ago, renewed once again to the modern seeker. 
Now, in addition to the retreats in the etheric realm, we also have great cities of light in the etheric octave that are located in various points on the planet. Now, these are the places that many of us go in between our embodiments, where we prepare, where we learn certain things, and we prepare for our next embodiment. And most of the souls there have petitioned the Lords of Karma, and they're just waiting for that opportune moment when the gates of birth are open to them, and they can once again come to the earth to work out their destiny in the physical world. Now, in these spiritual cities and retreats, we find that we're actually living and working and serving in situations that really are not much different than what we left here on the planet. But the only big difference is that these etheric cities, they hold that pattern, that unique design for what the physical world is intended to be in a golden age. We find the universities of the spirit and great temples of light and homes similar to those we know on earth, including temples of worship, of healing, uh, ideal forms of government, education, the arts and music, invocation, purification, all of these things that we spend our time learning about and carrying that flame of that learning to our next embodiment. Now, not all souls reach these etheric plane between embodiments. Sometimes they just simply go on the other side and they're more in the astral plane, or what we would call the astral plane, and they don't really have higher aspirations and they're caught up in these lower desires. So these must be led by those who have the higher vision and only those who have momentum of light who are able to reach these etheric cities after they pass on. Now the Ascended Masters have told us that on the planet we have roughly six billion life streams in embodiment but really the earth was designed for 10 billion. 10 billion of these individual life streams are assigned to this planet who've not yet ascended meaning finished their embodiment, balanced karma, reunited permanently with the I am that I am, and they don't have to come back then to the physical realm. So there's about 4 billion souls who are evolving and waiting for the privilege once again of having a physical body so that they can continue to work out their karma, balance their death to life, and to gain their victory and self-mastery. So really, these etheric cities show us what previous golden ages on earth looked like and how the world again can be a future golden age. These retreats also have the purpose for the masters who use these retreats to anchor certain energies throughout the earth on behalf of mankind and records of past civilizations and golden ages are stored there. And one of the more important aspects also is that the masters serve in these retreats, as I mentioned before, as teachers of mankind. And again, there are centers of study and learning and places for training. 
And you can look at the lives of many of the famous spiritual beings that we are aware of, Mother Mary, Jesus, St. Germain, many of the great leaders on the planet and religious teachers. They studied in these retreats to prepare for their mission. And so many of us, many mankind today are are trained there, consciously working at the inner levels to prepare for our mission and divine plan in this age. Many of these retreats are located in or near mountain ranges, and many times they extend down into the mountains themselves. So, as you know, if you've ever climbed to a very high peak where there's not a lot of civilization but the higher mountains, you can feel how you are so above the vibrations of the world and the retreats are almost impregnable to mankind and that vibration you can really feel it when you go to those higher levels I know we've hiked many times through the years into mountains and you can sense the higher level of the etheric octave you can sense that you are above the physical world so as a result, many of the physical locations of the Master's Retreats, they're very rejuvenating places to visit due to the radiation of the actual retreat, even if you can't see it. And some of them are vacation or pilgrimage destinations. And you can think of some of the places, for instance, the retreat of the Elohim Peace and Aloha over the Hawaiian Islands. How, the, how, pe how many times do people go to Hawaii for relaxation and peace and just bathe in that vibration? Or the Royal Teton Retreat over the Teton Range in Wyoming. I don't know if you've ever been to the Teton Range, but if not, it is magnificent. The energy is just palpable. And we had the great honor of traipsing through higher mountain range there of the Tetons, and it was magnificent. We backpacked and for five days. So it was wonderful. Also, you might feel the vibration of Mother Mary and Archangel Raphael's retreat over Fatima, Portugal. And if you've ever been to Banff and Lake Louise, you might feel the very presence of that crisp, perfect vibration of Archangel Michael. So you can go to these places not only to get a physical recharge, but also to recharge your spiritual batteries. And when you travel to these locations, it's always an opportunity to consciously tie into the energy of that retreat and to do spiritual work for the masters. In that moment, you can be like an electrode for the energies of spirit to be anchored in the physical world. Now, I've talked about the seven color rays that are really the uh, emanations of the pure white light from the heart of God. And I've talked about how these frequencies relate to the seven chakras, major chakras in our physical, overlaying our physical body, and also the masters that serve on these seven rays. And there are specifically seven masters who've mastered the identity by, by walking on these paths. They're defined as the seven archetypes of Christhood. And these seven masters are called the Chohans of the Rays. And Chohan is just another word for the Lord of the Rays, or the one in charge, the one who sets the vibrational frequency for that particular ray. So this is where I really want to start 
talking about the retreats of the masters. We'll talk about the seven Chohans of the seven rays and their retreats. So this is where we will begin next week by talking and going through each week one of these seven masters, the Chohans of the seven rays, the frequency, the qualities that they manifest, their retreat, what their retreat is like, and what they require of us if we're going to visit there at night out of the body. And some of these retreats are not always open to us, but most of the Chohan retreats are. So we're going to be talking about those next week. And and if you're curious about how to go to these retreats, just simply ask before you go to bed at night, before you go to sleep, that is, lying in bed even, just ask mentally or out loud to be taken. Ask Archangel Michael to take you in your finer body to visit the spiritual retreats. Get a jump on the whole experience if you've never done this before. And ask to remember when you awaken in the morning what happened. And even if you don't remember intellectually everything that happened, you may remember that vibration. You may wake up feeling just a wonderful, wonderful feeling upon arising in the morning. So experiment a little bit, and then next week we'll get into very specific things, places, vibrations that you can visit, and exactly various requests and calls that you can make to go to the various retreats. So I will see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.